you are listening to Pursue Media Minutes. Here is the bottom line and above, from Pursue Media Weekly Newsletter, published on January 18, 2023. Tehran looking to play hardball. As the protests provoked by the killing of Mahsa Amini diminish from a rolling boil to a more manageable simmer, a triumphalist note is creeping back into the Nizam's public pronouncements. Past newsletters and the Pursue Media Daily Summary have noted the Nizam's effort to declare victory in its contest with the Iranian people, and insofar as the protests have not overthrown the Islamic Republic, as demanded by angry protesters, Supreme Leader Ali Khamenei and his partisans may have a point. Never mind that the past four months may be just one inning of an epic game that could go to extra innings, for now, the Nizam is still in the game. Tehran's satisfaction with its success is expressed in its supporters' renewed confidence. Last Friday, as reported in the Daily Summary, Friday prayer leaders across Iran emphasized the defeat of the enemy's plots against the Islamic Republic, a victory they attributed to the steadfast faith of the Iranian people and their dedication to the Nizam. Many urged a redoubled effort to enforce the hijab laws and similar ordinances. That same day, President Ibrahim Raisi told a small-town audience in Yazd province that Iran's religious identity is its most important asset, and with the people's support all of the country's problems would be solved, without need of the assistance of others. Pretty bold talk from an administration that, in the midst of a cold winter, is imploring Iranians to conserve gas and is considering school and government office closures because its failure to pay its debts to Turkmenistan has led that country to suspend gas exports to Iran. Nonetheless, Iran may be looking outward again, and like Nuke Lalush in the movie Bull Durham, seeking to announce its presence with authority. For Nuke, that meant throwing his fastball, and a triumphalist Nizam similarly may try an aggressive display of power. That sort of sentiment is creeping back into the rhetoric of hardline publications. In a commentary last Friday, the IRGC-affiliated Basirat argued that the Nizam retained the support of the majority of the people throughout the protests, and that it can use that support as an ace in its dealings with foreign powers. This week, as detailed in our featured article, such hardline outlets as Horasan and the Student News Network argued that Iran's nuclear progress has strengthened its leverage with the JCPOA signatories and that by signaling an intent to move toward an atomic bomb, Iran might bring the West back to the negotiating table. For now, such talk is equal parts bravado and bloviation. But Tehran's actions of late have a similar reek of aggressive self-confidence. On Sunday, Iranian MP Shahriar Haydari announced Tehran had placed an order with Russia for 24 Su-35s, Russia's most advanced air defense fighter, along with various other military hardware. One squadron of Suhoys won't change the regional balance, but when they are delivered, perhaps as early as this spring, they will get the attention of Iran's neighbors, especially Israel. Alarming too has been the Nizam's efforts to bully the British by executing on short notice a dual British-Iranian national convicted of espionage, provoking London to recall its ambassador for consultations. IRGC-affiliated Javan dismissed the recall as a sign of weakness and attributed growing European opposition to Iran as little more than a symptom of the Europeans' dependence on the United States. Certainly, Iran is always talking trash and kicking dirt on the umpire, as it were, and the Nizam may decide that in arresting numerous European nationals during the crisis, and executing one of them, it has made its point.
But Iran's relations with the Western powers are in a downward spiral as Iran continues to assist Russia's war in Ukraine, violate human rights wholesale at home, and issues intermittent squawks of triumph over its latest nuclear advance in violation of the JCPOA. This year, the Nizam may encounter more pushback than it expects from an angry West. Similarly, Tehran continues to look for ways to expand its footprint in Syria and assist its clients in Iraq and Yemen, all of which rub its neighbors the wrong way, and in the case of Syria could draw a robust Israeli response. As the Nizam tries to announce its presence with authority, the West will be lucky if Iran relies on hittable fastballs. Unlike Nuke Lalush though, the Islamic Republic is not above throwing us a curve. Pursue Media provides media research, open-source intelligence, analysis, AI-driven analytics, and strategic communications consultancy. For more information or to subscribe to Pursue Media Weekly Newsletter, please get in touch with us.